Welcome to the Employment Opportunity Hour. Your host, Gene Hodge, is a training consultant, author, motivational speaker, and owner of HodgePodge Training, the workforce optimizing training company. Gene brings over 20 years of experience and innovation in information systems, training, and management earned at Cigna Corporation, the Federal Reserve Bank of Boston, and Pitney Bowes World Headquarters. He has taught computer and information technology courses at several universities. He has also presented career transition workshops and job counseling for outplacement companies such as Wright Management Associates, Lee Hecht Harrison, Drake B. Morin, and Pinellas Technical Education Centers. Gene earned an associate's degree in data processing from Springfield Technical Institute, a bachelor's degree in computer science from the University of Massachusetts, a master's in education from Cambridge College, a teacher certificate from Westfield State College, and is certified to teach in Connecticut, Massachusetts, and Florida. With HodgePodge Training, Gene uses a revolutionary training program process that packages each individual's unique hodgepodge of skills, abilities, experience, and passion together with computer technology to satisfy individual job compatibility and employer productivity needs. With Gene's process, thousands of individuals have gained enjoyable employment at competitive wages. For more information, call 1-888-293-4802 or send an email to the opportunity hour at gmail.com. Studio lines are open at 1-866-826-1340. And now, here's your host, Gene Hodge. Good evening. Welcome to the Employment Opportunity Hour, a place where we try to help all of you out there who are looking for some type of employment to find something that you enjoy doing. Anyway, I'm here tonight with my trusty engineer, Mr. Vaughn, and Mr. Vaughn is the guy that makes me look good. Vaughn, how you doing this evening? Hey, Gene, how you doing tonight? I am doing just fine and great. Anyway, for you new listeners, we have a little clip that Vaughn is going to play for you so that you kind of get an idea of what the show is all about. And it, and, and, <laughs> but anyway, if you got it ready, let it grow. This is the only show in America that I'm aware of that represents all of you who work out there. So if you work, I want you to know that I know that you exist. And that includes your people that are unemployed, the professionals, the teenagers, the school dropouts, the minorities, the veterans, the ex-offenders, the seniors, the gay people in the gay population, those that are bisexual, transsexual, whether they want to be a boy or a girl, or plus the immigrants and the Native Americans. If you work in this country, I want you to know that you make up our workforce and i salute all of you the purpose of the show is to help you out there who are looking for a job to find something that you enjoy doing instead of a job meaning just over broke but also to help you entrepreneurs that are out there who have businesses you got products ideas is to help you to improve this economy by putting you into action as well we can help you there so that's what we're here for if you choose to call the show, you're more than welcome to call the show. Uh, the number is 727-441-3000. However, if you're unemployed or you're looking for a job, I will give you 30 seconds. You're more than welcome to call the show. Tell us who you are, what you do, and what you're looking for so we can help you. If you are an entrepreneur or a 
a type of company that's looking to add people on, your network marketing company or internet marketing company, you're looking to add good people to your team, you're welcome to call the show as well. The number is 727-441-3000. I will give you the same 30 seconds. Tell us who you are, what you're looking for, and your contact information so we can help you get what you need and improve this economy as well. And so now you know the purpose of the show. For all you job seekers that would like to do something that you enjoy doing, the phone is there for you to use, and you got 30 seconds to do it. Anyway, for those of you not aware, our show is streamed live worldwide on the Internet. You can actually watch me do the show. And I encourage all of you job seekers, especially because our economy is it's improving. It's not growing yet. It's improving. It's getting a little better. A lot of job fears going on. But many of you... For some reason, I'm not sure where you're getting it from, but for many of you, many, many of you are putting false information on your resumes as if we're going to not notice. Obviously, when you send them to a computer, the computer can't see you, but we can see you. And so you just got to hear my background, and I want you to come watch me do the show. I want you to see how I look. Hear how I sound, look at my scars, bumps, because I want you to know we see you coming, going. We see your front side, back side. We see all of you up and down before you get a chance to open your mouth. And the only thing we want to know is what's going to come out of that mouth. And so I want you to get paid for what you have already accomplished. I want you to get paid for your experience. And you can only do that by getting in front of people and Talking, communicating. Anyway, that's how that works. Anyway, for tonight's show, there's a couple of things that are going on or that are current. One is the football draft is coming up now and the next next couple of days. And, I'm, and the reason I'm bringing that up is because I want all of you job seekers out there and those people who tell you to go get a job is to understand There are individuals in this world who are good at certain things, just like you are. And this happens to be for people who play football. They enjoy it. They do it. And they get shifted around and they go to work for one team or another team. But they know how to go to work for them. To to them, that is their job. The only difference is, is that they're doing what they enjoy doing until they get to a point to where they can't, and then they're going to take all that experience and move into something else using all that knowledge anyway. And so they're doing what they enjoy doing. That is their job. Anyone who says you can't do what you enjoy doing, you should ask them, are you doing what you enjoy doing? If not, there's no way they can be productive. You can only be productive when you're doing what you enjoy doing. And so, so um, the show is about getting you to go do something that you enjoy doing instead of a job because I know you're all good at something. Anyway, so tonight, that's as far as the football players are, are concerned, but I'm, I'm going to give you 10 words not to put in your resume. Tonight, I'm dedicating the show to a training session, sort of. 10 words not to put in your resume. Then we have something for your employers that are coming up. It's something that the employers need because they're looking for you. So we have a surprise for the employers that I'm going to mention. And so that's what we're going to be talking about tonight. And I have a couple of announcements to make. 
Anyway, so before we get started, I think it's time for a break. Uh, Mr. Vaughn back there is giving me a clue. Anyway, this is Gene Hodge with the Employment Opportunity Hour. Get ready to hear things you should not put in your resume. We'll be right back after we're from our sponsor. educators and teachers have you heard of the thinking academy are you interested in helping your children or students become better critical thinkers do you want a guaranteed solution to real educational reform if so get the new book called the thinking academy authored by professor david martin and irv shine this informative book describes real educational reform how any school may become a thinking academy how thinking strategies relate to common core in the curriculum how teachers and parents can be trained, and much more. Would you like to have a school where thinking processes are behind the basics of all subject areas? To purchase the book or get answers to your questions, just contact Irv Shine at 786-457-1755 or email ischein123 at cs.com. That's Irv Shine at 786-457-1755 or email ischein123. 123 at cs.com. That's I S C H E I N. 123 at cs.com. If you have a disability or know someone who has a disability between the ages of 18 to 65 that is collecting Social Security disability payment, but you would like to get off the Social Security and get a job where you can be self-supportive making enough income. Well, I have a way of doing that to help you. If you have an interest or know somebody, send me an email to theopportunityhour at gmail.com. at theopportunityhour at gmail.com. Especially if you're in the greater Tampa Bay area, but if you know of anyone, period. This is a national program designed to help people with disabilities to get competitive paying jobs. I am Janie McGrew, the Joy Whisperer, a holistic health care practitioner. Well, we empower people to take responsibility for their own health and wellness. Specifically, we focus on healing the mind, body, and the spirit using natural and alternative approaches. So the Joy Whisperer, we offer natural and alternative approaches to achieve and maintain optimal balance and wholeness. The email address is jmcgrew at thejoywhisperer.com. Please visit my website at thejoywhisperer.com. Living in America, they say you can do what you want to do, be what you want to be. That's questionable for some of you out there, and some of you are going too far, but I'm not going to get into that. But anyway, if you are looking for employment, and, and let me just say this, the first thing to make sure I don't get in no trouble, this, this portion of the but the Opportunity Hour is brought to you by the Thinking Academy and the Joy Whisperer. The Thinking Academy has a new website. It is called thinkingtolearn.org. That's www.thinkingtolearn, all one word, 
Org. They specialize in helping teachers and students to solve problems through a thinking methodology. If you know of anyone who needs that, I highly recommend them. Anyway, if you are looking for employment, and there's a lot of you that are looking for employment. Don't believe those numbers that you hear on TV. Go look at the numbers for yourself. Go out to the government site, bls.gov, bls.gov, and go look at table A2 and table A3, and you will see some real numbers for all of the Americans. Anyway, but many of you are looking for jobs. How many of you have a resume? Many of you do. I don't know how you put your resumes together. I'm not sure I'm not sure if somebody taught you. I'm not sure if you got it off the internet. But you need a resume. And I'm gonna be a little selfish here. If you want to watch me do the show, I have a copy of my book. It's right on the table here. It's called The Purpose of a Resume. I'm not gonna get into all of that, but the resume is supposed to have a purpose. And so not understanding that purpose, you'll cheat yourself out of your own happiness and growth. But anyway, I, I'm, I'm going to give you 10 words not to use in your resume. So get your resume out. Have a look at it. See if any of these words are in there. But also going to give you the reasons why they shouldn't be there. And I just want you to think about it. And if it makes sense to you, then take them out. I'm going to give you the word to use as well. But anyway, the first word I'm going to say that you should not have in your resume is qualified. You are not qualified for anything. I'd like to have you think about that. Okay? You may go to school, get a bunch of papers and certificates and degrees. Does that make you qualified? I'm going to suggest you take that word out. Let the other people tell you if they think you're qualified. Don't tell anybody you're qualified because we don't know that. We don't know you, especially if you're filling out online applications and sending stuff into a computer. The computer can't see you. The computer can't detect your qualifications at all other than maybe a piece of paper, a certificate degree, which you have, but that has nothing to do with performance. So if you have qualified in your resume, I'm going to just suggest that you take it out. Tell people what you have done. Let them determine what qualified is. But more specifically, let them determine what level of qualified are you are. Anyway, so, so, so if you got that in your resume, I'm just going to suggest that you take it out. Vaughn's looking at me. I don't know what he's got in his resume. But, but uh, if you got it in there, my suggestion is let us tell you how qualified we think you are. You're working at the radio show, right? He's yep. a young guy. Yep. Vaughn's a young guy. He's working. He's my engineer. He's not an old guy. And there are some old guys here. And so I don't know if Vaughn thinks he's as qualified as some of them or I don't know. What do you think, Vaughn? Uh, I think <laughs> not a chance. But, oh. you know, I got a lot of time. And, oh. Uh, Definitely on my side as I, you know, continue to grow in well, uh, radio. So Well, you're on the right track because the other, you're qualified to be here. That's number one. You wouldn't be here unless you had certain, certain things to be qualified. But there are other people that are more qualified, but I'm going to say they make more money. So if you want to make more money, you got to get better qualified. Anyway, that's one word. The other word, again, that's, that's word number one. I told you I got 10 of them. 
Next word is qualifications. I'm going to suggest that if you have qualifications that say you can do something, I'm going to suggest that you, that you take the word qualifications out. Okay? Now, I just want to clarify. You can speak that you think you're qualified, but having it written there puts you in a spot that you may not like. The reason is because most of these words are subjective, meaning the other people are going to determine that for you. You trying to tell them is almost a waste of time. You need to hear what they think. Anyway, so qualifications is a word. You have certain qualifications, but for what? And the other thing is how how great are those qualifications? What level do they fall into? That's the important thing. What level? You know, you, you, know, you may have the qualifications to you know to get started, but but as you grow, you're going to develop more qualifications for higher level paying jobs. And the other people are going to be the ones that are going to choose you. So you want to know what they think your qualifications are because qualifications aren't your certificates and things. It's a small piece. You got a certificate, Vaughn? Actually, yeah. I uh, started the program at uh, Connecticut School of Broadcasting uh, this past November, and uh, I got my certificate actually um, in February or March. And uh, I do have that on plaque now. Great. So you have the qualifications. Now, I don't want to put you on the spot, but you have the paper. Now, the reason I said that I suggest that you, that it's okay to have there. My suggestion was to move it, but definitely don't say that you have qualifications. Because part of the qualifications means moving the furniture around, helping me look good, talking, answering my problems. No piece of paper can show that. Those are things we have to see you do. And so those are the things that make you qualified in addition to the paper. Anyway, but not just for you, but uh, since you have a resume, it's, it's okay, but... The things that make you qualified to do this, just look at all the little things you do. And that's what's going to qualify you. You The things that aren't written on the paper. There you go. Right. Okay. Anyway, that was word number two. Word number three is your credentials. Leave them in your resume, but don't use them as though they mean something. If the other people want to know what it is, then you got it. You can tell them. You telling them what you got doesn't mean you can do anything. Part of our problem with our workforce, with employers saying we can't find productive and happy people, is because they got certifications and degrees, but their performance is horrible. Every employer knows that because the employer, as some of you call them, they're trying to make some money, and if they don't make some money, they can't pay you. And obviously, if they can't make more money, then they can't pay you more money. And so your performance supersedes your credentials. Now, some of you already know that because you know people that don't have all this stuff that making got happier jobs and making more money. Some of them are running companies and multimillionaires. And, and you know people just got a bunch of stuff, but they can't find happy employment. So if they're not happy, how productive can they be? 
You only can be productive when you're doing what you enjoy. That's the only way. Anyway, so 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 that's another word. I'm gonna suggest that you you tell people that if they ask for it, it's okay to have in your resume, but not to use it as if it's gonna mean something. Because you know, you earned it. I earned mine. But I know you could look at me and say, Gene, you're too old. You can't work here. Or Gene, you stutter. Or Gene, you're a person of color. You're an immigrant. Or you speak a foreign language. Because those things go on in the real world. They have nothing to do with your credentials. They got to do with your performance. Anyway, that was word number three. Word word number four, I'm going to suggest that you take out of your resume is the skill you don't have any skills i'm going to suggest that you look at yourself as not having any skills do you have any skills vaughn you know i've got some athletic <laughs> skill i've got some written skill i've got some you know board op skill here okay great now i'm going to just suggest the reason i said that is because i don't know what a skill is and you telling somebody you got a skill if they don't think so, then how much is that skill worth seeing you have it? But you got you got skills, right? Yeah, anyway. I, got, I, got, I got a got a decent amount here. Okay, you think you got skills. Okay. I just suggested that you don't tell anybody you got any skills. Okay. But definitely on a piece of paper. Okay, but here's the other key. What 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 I don't want to put you on the spot. You think I got these skills? I think you got some skills. You're running you're running your show here, you're a host. You think that's a skill? Uh, I believe it is because I tried, you know, just in radio finals, we had to just, you know, put on a show for 10 minutes. And, you know, that was a tough task for me as, you know, just operating the Uh show and hosting. Got to keep it going. No dead air. But you think I got to, you think this is a skill what I'm doing? I think, I think you are qualified as of now. Oh, as of now. Okay. Now here's the question. You looking at me. What, what level of skill do you think I have? I think, uh, you know, you got all the written things on paper, you know, according to all your uh, your back skills there. But I think, you know, you definitely have it all to say what you're saying. You know, you're you're qualified to say the things that you are said, okay. you know, the things you are, you know, continuing to say and the advice. I think you are. OK, but how much money do you think I can get for this skill? Uh, now that's, I guess, you know, solely up to you and, you know, the eye of the beholder that sees it. <laughs> it's all up to the eye of the beholder. So the reason I suggested, I'm going to tell you what the magic word to use, but the reason is because we can't know how great of skill you have on a piece of paper. We can only determine that when we see you performing and see you in person. But more so, we can we can think of what level of skill it is. And obviously, I'm not... I'm not 25 anymore, or I'm not 19. I'm not even 35 for some of you out there. So I want to get paid for my knowledge. And those who know it's worth something, obviously will pay me well. And they will continue to pay you based on your performance. And so that magic word that I'm holding off to the end, if you use that word, you'll be safe. Anyway, so anyway, that's just my suggestion. That's word number four. Word number five is don't don't tell anybody you're talented. 
Got that in your resume. Take it out. Okay? And the reason is because we can't see talent on a piece of paper. That's number one. Number two is you cannot see your talent. That's number two. So if you can't see it, then how do you know you're talented? So I'm going to suggest that you don't say you're talented. And the question is, if, if we don't think you're talented enough, you've lost. I just got you talking about the football players. You may say they're talented. I'm going to say they do what they do because that's their ability, just like you do what you do. You're good at some things, and there's some things you're not. But since you are the doer, there's no way you know it's a talent. It's something you just do. The other people say you're talented. And so in your job search or on your resume, you want the other people to tell you how talented you are, not you telling them. Because the worst thing you can do is say, I'm good at this, this, and this. And if they don't think so, you're in trouble. Because it's left up to a human. And some of you have forgotten the human plays a real part when you show up. That other stuff that's being handled with keywords and through the computer, the computer can't see you until you show up. Anyway, and that's when it's too late. Anyway, so so I know our time is winding down, but I, I'm not going to get to all of them before the break. But the, other, the, other, the, the sixth word is a word called strength. A lot, a lot of people say, what are your strengths and weaknesses? You find that out when you go, when you go look at how to put together your strengths. How do you know what a strength is? If you were the doer, it's something you do. We say it's a strength. And so if we say it, then you can go tell the others so we can see if we see it. But you telling us you have strengths you just do what you do. There's no way you know you're good at something. You do what you like, but you don't know what level of good it, it is. That's where the humans tell you what level it is. And so you don't want to put yourself in a position of using words that we're not buying into. You want to find out what we think and benefit off those words. Because then you can say, so-and-so said you are good at this. So-and-so said you have this skill. So-and-so said it's a very good skill. Not you saying it, but say what the other people said that you have because you're the carrier of the information. You're the performer. We're the ones watching you. You just do what you do. Anyway, so, so, so don't, I'm suggesting that you take that word out of, your, out of your resume if that's what you're doing. But anyway, I know what time is running out. It's time for a break. This is Gene Hodge with the Employment Opportunity Hour giving you 10 words not to use in your resume in order to get the job that you enjoy. We'll be right back after a word from our sponsor. This segment is sponsored by Web Dynamics. We'll be right back. This portion of Employment Opportunity Hour is brought to you by Web Dynamics for you. Need a website? Web Dynamics for you are professional web designers who can handle all of your web services. Check them out at the website www.webdynamics, the number four, the letter U, dot com. Or call them at 1-866-530-2135. Again, the website is www.webdynamics, the number four, the letter U, dot com. Mention that you heard of them at the Employment Opportunity Hour and get a 10% discount. 
The purpose of the show is to help you out there who are looking for a job to find something that you enjoy doing instead of a job, meaning just over broke. But also to help you entrepreneurs that are out there who have businesses, you got products, ideas, is to help you to improve this economy by putting you into action as well. We can help you there. So that's what we're here for. If you choose to call the show, you're more than welcome to call the show. Uh, the number is 727-441-3000. However, if you're unemployed or you're looking for a job, I will give you 30 seconds. You're more than welcome to call the show. Tell us who you are, what you do, and what you're looking for so we can help you. If you are an entrepreneur or a, a type of company that's looking to add people on, your network marketing company or internet marketing company, you're looking to add good people to your team, you're welcome to call the show as well. The number is 727-441-3000. I will give you the same 30 seconds. Tell us who you are, what you're looking for, and your contact information so we can help you get what you need and improve this economy as well. Looking for a job? The Employment Opportunity Hour is offering weekly free employment seminars for the greater Tampa Bay area. To reserve your seat, call 888-293-4802. That's 888-293-4802. Or email theopportunityhour at gmail.com. That's theopportunityhour at gmail.com. Give the people what they want. That's what we want to do is give the people what they want. I'm only addressing you job seekers out there because I know you want something that you'll enjoy doing that you can get paid. I know most of you will say you want a job, and that's part of the problem. You do accept a job, and that's it. It's not what you can do, want to do, and so therefore you struggle, and so therefore you're not too productive. And I just want to help you use that productive ability that you already have. Anyway, you just got you hearing something about employment seminars. We have a surprise. I mentioned I had something for employers because this is designed to help our workforce. And so I have something for the employers. It's not just for the job seekers. But anyway, we have a surprise for you. It is a seminar that we are hosting and the seminar is titled, How to Make Your Company Stand Out at a Job Fair. It's being put on by me and my partner. My co-host, his name is Joe Fedison. And Joe is supposed to be on the line because Joe can tell you a little bit more about it as well. But we are doing something for you employers. And uh, Joe, are you there? I am here. Hello, am how here. you doing? I'm doing fine. Fine, thank you. Great, great, great. Yeah, we decided to put something on for employers because we we see employers trying to attract candidates and we see candidates that, you know, that kind of walk away and all that sort of stuff. So we we, we kind of figured out there's something missing and we think we have the solution. And again, it's 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 how to make your company stand out and Joe Tell us what you know about it or what you'd like to share because you're going to be there with me. I'll give you the contact information and the address in a second. But, Joe, Joe tell us a little bit. 
Right. What I, it is. I well, well, I got to be honest. This is this is Gene's baby. It's it's what he's been doing for decades of his life. Not and that, I'm not that old. <laughs> <laughs> okay, for just a few, just for a few months. But uh, not that young either. But go ahead. I'm sorry. <laughs> but um, and me and him work in different areas. I, I I study neuroscience, and I and I put together programs for people to better understand how their brain works in certain situations. And it kind of fits from what Gene's doing here. And it does kind of work with employees. The fact is, is I've been myself. I have gone to job fairs, and I walk up and down the roads. Some, some companies I'm attracted to, and some I'm not. And it's mostly because of how I feel towards what I originally see when I first look over at that booth. And it could be a, it could be a huge company. It could be an unknown company. It doesn't matter. At that point, if I don't feel welcomed, if I don't feel it's inviting, or if I don't feel like I'm going to be able to talk to that person, then I probably might move along. And so Gene came up with this idea about doing an event that can actually help the vendors. The people are there behind the booth, not miss out on opportunities where a quality candidate is walking by and they're looking at you and they think, uh, I don't know, and they just keep walking by. So... This event was put together. It's an hour and a half long. It goes over a few key factors. I don't know if Gene wants to talk about those factors right now, wants me to talk about them. Gene? Well, you can just mention them very quickly. Well, well yeah. the first, I mean, three things we're touching on. we got we got three parts. One is, the first one says three keys to maximize job fair engagement and company image, which is basically what I was just talking about when people first come yeah. in, mm-hmm. right? The second one is proven techniques to quickly qualify and match skills to key positions. Because just because I come in and I talk to you and maybe we have a match, maybe I feel good about your company, you feel good about me, but my resume doesn't match a position that you have open right now. What you need is you need to have skilled people uh, behind that booth who can say, you know what? You don't match what we have right now, but we have a department in engineering. We have a department here in the IT department. Maybe you should talk to them and see mm-hmm. if something's going on. So understanding that part is very, very important. And then the third, the third thing that people will learn when they come to this seminar, which, by the way, is free. Just want to let that out there. Mm-hmm. Um, is to learn to recognize the signs of highly productive people. And this is yeah. something where Gene's expertise are definitely come in. And do you want to expand on that, Gene, or where do you want to go? Well, I just, I just, want, I just want to say that that uh, it's easy to recognize productive people if you know what to look for, and so, 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 right. We, we, we're gonna learn how. We're gonna teach the employers how to recognize that in you or, or the job seeker. But uh, anyways, that that's all I'm gonna say about that. But I am gonna say that. On, on Joe's part, the neuroscience that has to do with some of the way we think, the way we see, the way we feel. Is that correct, Joe? How that applies. That, that is. That is. And, I mean, what, what my the core of mostly everything that I do, and I have a lot of different training programs and different, different approaches, but what it really comes down to is that, I mean, everyone's in the same situation. When you go into a job fair, everybody's looking at the same thing. Everybody sees same thing. Everyone looks at your booth. You look out at them. But the information that's coming inside everybody is being taken in differently. Hmm. Just because I'm there with someone else, and if we went outside and someone said, 
oh, what do you think about the fair? There's no way that two people are going to say the same exact thing. They both have different experiences, and it's because we are, we're all wired differently, and we think differently. We approach differently. Maybe I'm not a person who smiles all the time, but maybe I'm a genius. Maybe I'm the person you're looking for, and maybe I'm just not, you know, I'm a little apprehensive. Mm. And if you don't recognize that maybe that's just the way that person is, you need to get through that, then you could pass up on something. Great. So by learning a few things about the brain and how people process information can actually help you, number one, engage with people, number two, connect in a way that allows them to open up and tell you more about them and not let opportunities pass you by. And those opportunities I speak of are key employees that can make your company grow. There you go. Great. Now, we're offering this on May 11th, 2018. It's on a Friday. May 11th from 9 to 10.30. Short, brief. It's being held at the Children's Board of Hillsborough County. And again, Joseph, it's free. It's the Children's Board of Hillsborough County. The address is 1002 East Palm Avenue in Tampa, Florida. Zip is 33605. And again, we're going to start on time. Registration begins at 8.45 a.m. It's free to anyone, job seekers, employers, but it's free. Come hear about us. Come hear what we have to say. And again, that's the Children's Board of Hillsborough County, 1002 East Palm Avenue, Tampa, Florida. Zip is 33605. And it is May 11th. 2018 it's on a friday right yeah. and we would like you to register even though it's a free event we want to know who's coming, who's coming. um they, you know so we could size the room up and everything so you would register online there's a whole registration again you just you know fill out your name you get you get the information gives you the address and this way we can reserve a seat for you it's the it's at www.hodgepodgetraining.com if you want to just keep on reiterating that on your show tonight there, yep. Gene. <laughs> <laughs> Hodgepodge To just go register. We'd like to know who's coming. Yeah, as soon as soon as you as soon as you click on the website, there's a banner up top that talks about the seminar. You click on that and it'll go to the registration page. And um I mean I mean the room only fits thirty people, so it is something where if you're gonna go, please register as soon as possible. And and we we'll go from there. Spread Guaranteed. The, Go ahead. I was going to say, spread the word to other employers that you know that are looking to improve productivity, find good qualified candidates. Just spread the word. Right, right. And this event here is recommended for anyone in the HR department or executives or even business owners who do hiring, who are out there. Because there's a lot of small businesses, anywhere from five to, say, even 30, 40 people where the owner or the executive team are the ones who actually make the hiring decisions. And right. for an hour and a half of your time to get this valuable information, I believe will be very worth it. Great, great. Well, thank you very much, Joe. Good to hear from you. Nice to hear from you, okay? Okay, we'll be in touch. But thank you for thank calling in and putting the word out. Thanks for having me on. Okay, thank you. You you were listening to Joe Fedderson. He's, he's one of the co-trainers that we're going to be – using at this workshop you just got to hear him speak he's a specialist when it comes to the neurosciences in terms of how we think and act and do things 
And so we've combined what we do into one area in order to offer this service to you guys out there, and we hope to see you. Anyway, I think it's time for a break before our time runs out. This segment is brought to you by HodgePodge Training, and we'll be right back after we hear a word from our sponsor. for training that improves employee productivity and morale, call HodgePodge Training, the workforce optimizing training company. They use a revolutionary training program process that packages each individual's unique hodgepodge of skills, abilities, experience, and passion together with computer technology to satisfy individual job compatibility and employer productivity needs. Their process improves productivity and morale for jobs in a diverse global workforce. We define this as workforce optimization. Listeners, I have good news for you to help our entrepreneurs out who have appeared on the show. If you need business cards or web development or app development or printing needs or network security type work done on your system, I have the right contacts for you. Just send me an email to theopportunityhour at gmail.com and I will connect you with the proper people to help you out. I look forward to hearing from you. Tell them that you heard about it on the Opportunity Hour. Looking for a job? The Employment Opportunity Hour is offering weekly, free employment seminars for the greater Tampa Bay area. To reserve your seat, call 888-293-4802. That's 888-293-4802. Or email theopportunityhour at gmail.com. That's theopportunityhour at gmail.com. Look here to find that purpose. I know what it is. I say it is on most shows in case you missed it. You can also go out to our podcast site. You'll hear it again. But all the things you find yourself doing when you aren't working, that's your purpose. The things you enjoy doing, things you're motivated to do. The only thing you don't know is what title to call it. That's where we come in. I'm giving you 10 words not to have in your resume that would help you to get to that purpose so that somebody's paying you to do what you just naturally do. And I want you words such as qualified qualifications, your credentials, certifications, degrees, the word skills, talented, the word strength. My suggestion is not to have, not to use that in your resume. I'm going to give you the magic word to use. It's okay to It's okay to have some of those words there in terms of categories, but not to use it as if it's supposed to do something for you. Anyway, I'm going to continue with those words before our time runs out because our time's going to run out. Anyway, word number seven, attitude. Don't put on a piece of paper, you have a good attitude. 
How can we see your attitude on a piece of paper? The computer definitely can't recognize an attitude. That's where the performance comes in. And so you don't want to tell somebody you got a good attitude when we haven't seen you act or perform yet. But here's part of the secret. The things you have done in the past for someone else that should be in your resume, the responsibilities that you had for someone else, that is going to dictate some level of attitude you're carrying before you walk in the door. Because obviously if the other people gave you things to do, then we can give you things to do. And so the things that you do is where the performance is. And so don't, don't tell people that you have a good attitude or write that in your resume. Another thing I'm going to suggest that you take out of a resume, career change. Don't put in your resume you're looking for a career change because of the things you have done already. An employer is looking for a human being to work there. We don't know if it's a career change for you. You might think it's a career change, but we see your potential. We see something we want. And so you telling somebody I'm looking for a career change, it's almost like you don't know what you've been doing in the past. You want us you want to do something that uses a lot of the knowledge, skills and abilities that you have developed in the past. You want to especially focus on the things you're good at because you want to continue doing it. Well, obviously, telling somebody writing in a resume, you're looking for a career change and the very person's going to say, "See, I'm looking for someone to fill this position." I don't know if it's a career change or not. And so you may be putting yourself out of a job just by having some words there. Word number nine, professional. I don't know what a professional is. I don't know if you are a professional. I definitely can't see profession on a piece of paper. I can see how you carry yourself and how you do things in person And I'm the one that's going to call you a professional. You telling me you're a professional, I don't think so. You've just lost. And so if you got that word there, I would suggest that you remove it. Your performance is what's going to dictate what we think you are and specifically what level. And the other word, word, the other word I'm going to suggest that you don't put in your resume Don't put the word employer in your resume. Okay? That's like saying you want to work for somebody, but you don't know who the employer is. And many of you don't know who the employer is. (laughs) I just got to mention this workshop that we got coming up. It's titled, How to Make Your Company Stand Out at a Job Fair. Because for many of you, you really think the person there at the job fair is the employer. And you put that stuff in your resume. The person at the job fair is the representative of an employer. The employer is the one who owns the company. Everybody else represents the company, just like I'm representing WTAN. I'm not just Gene Hodge here. I'm representing, I'm representing this radio station because i got to make them look good. And so I, it's not my station. I'm being allowed here. It's not my job. I have a job because somebody hired me. And so they're hiring you. But the ones at the job fair, they're representatives. They probably don't have any hiring authority at all. So don't put the word 
employer in your resume, take it out. Anyway, so I've given you 10 words that I suggest that you take out or not bring up in your resume. Those words are qualified, qualifications, your credentials, certifications, your degrees, the words skills and talented, and your strengths, attitude, career change, professional, and employer. Those words I'm going to suggest not to put in your resume. If you use them, don't use them as if it's a sign of strength because I'm going to say it isn't. However, the magic word to use, and it's not magic, the word experience should be the word in your resume. Because all of you, if, you have, if you're old enough to have a resume, you already have some experience doing something. And I know you got experience doing the things you like doing because you've been doing all along. Well, guess what? That's worth big time money to some people. But as long as you have the experiences that you have, you will be safe. The reason is because the experiences you've gone through, you actually went through them. That's number one. You actually have done it. When it comes to the workforce, you actually did it for somebody else. And so it's factual. It's a fact you work for this company or that company. And since you actually did it, it's credible because you are a representative of the company, just like the people you're going to see at the job fair. You are representing making that company better. So it's, it's credible. And then the last thing, you demonstrated whatever you did, and we were watching you. And so if we were giving you raises, promotions, because we were watching your performance. And so if you, as long as you stick with the word, the experiences that you have, we're going to equate what level of experience we think it is. And the level we think it is is going to dictate how much money we're willing to offer you to come work for us. And so anyway, that's the magic word that I would suggest that you have in your resume. And when you talk to people, tell them the experience you have, whether it's months or years because you've been performing for all the other people already. You just want to perform more and be happier. Anyway, so I've given you 10 words not to use in your resume. I, I started out the show by saying if you watch the show, I have one of my books right on the table. It's called, it's called Resume, What's Its Purpose? The other one's called Cover Letter, What's Its Purpose? Because it's important to know what the purpose of this is. Because this is all it is is a piece of paper. But anyway, so I want you to... Things in your resume that allow us to say we want to see you, talk to you, find out who you are. And I started to show up by saying, we see you coming, we see you going, we see all of you before you show up. The only thing we want to know is what's going to come out of your mouth, and that's where you talk about your experience. That's what that resume is for, is to tell people what you've done so they can think of things you can do. Anything that you say you can already do, that's the truth. You could already do it, which means you're limiting your own growth because you keep doing what you already know how to do. But anyway, I've shared those 10 things. Hopefully that helps you. I know our time is running out. And the last thing I've said this on a few shows lately is think about this when you go to a job fair. And I already mentioned we got one coming up. It's not a job fair. It's for something for employers. It's coming up. And anyway. It's coming up. I'm going to just tell you very quickly. It is, it's May 11th here in the Tampa Bay area. 
It goes from 9 to 10.30 in the morning, May 11th. It's at the Children's Board of Hillsborough County. It's 1002 East Palm Avenue, Tampa, Florida. Zip is 33605. That's May 11th from 9 to 10.30. It's a brief session. Anyway, if you go to a job fair, speak to people because we're going to see you anyway. All we really want to know is what do you want to do? People have been asking you that question ever since you've been three, four, five years old. The question is exactly the same. The only question is what's going to come out of your mouth. What do you want to do? Tell me what you want to do based on the experiences. We will come up with job titles. Anyway, we just think about this. Former President John F. Kennedy stated June 20th, he said something like, my my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you. Ask what you can do for your country. When it comes to job seekers, I'm going to say my fellow job seekers, which I was one at some point. Ask not what your employer can do for you. Ask what you can do for your employer. And the reason is because you hear this music. You have been doing things your way all of your life. It's all the things you find yourself doing when you're not working. You've literally been doing it your way. And so what I want you to do is go try this out. Go try it out. Go tell people what you want to do because you have been doing it. Find out what they have to say because you literally have been doing it your way. Try it for a week. Give us a call next week. Share what you found out and share with somebody else. And we'll tell you more after that. Gene Hodge with the Employment Opportunity Hour. Until next time, thanks a lot, Vaughn, and we will see you go do something that you want to do your way. W-T-A-N, Clearwater. FM, 6.1. W-D-C-F, Dave.